Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. You probably don't need it. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. This is a day I'm sure Sam Pittman, when he wakes up, says, oh my goodness, here we go again. (laughs) Got the 1040 press conference with the SEC uh, teleconference. Then at 2 o'clock, he's got the media by way of Zoom. And then tonight, he will be at the Catfish Hole starting at 7 o'clock. This is a busy, busy day. And that doesn't include the time he spends with his team on the practice field. Yeah, being part of the media, being involved with the media is just part of it. And, uh, you know, it used to be spread out a little bit. You used to get Pittman on. Well, we didn't never got Pittman, but uh, previous coaches on Thursdays. Uh, but now the last media availability is Wednesday. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, if, like if we're not at practice watching everything that's going on every day, then it's hard to come up with a bunch of new questions you can only ask on Keaton Slovis. What do you think about Keaton Slovis so many times? Or, um, you know, just different groups and stuff. So it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like we've got a bunch of backlog questions that we're wanting to get to him. But, uh, yeah, it's probably, you know, I don't know if it's as, I don't know if it's that bad. I mean, just as to sit in front of a Zoom for you know, 15, 20 minutes and hold a press conference on Mondays and, you know, do the catfish hole and do a call-in teleconference. Not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part uh, tonight is the catfish hole. Not not that Sam doesn't do good and you don't get a chance to hear from some of the kids, but uh, nevertheless, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he has dinner each and every Wednesday night at the catfish hole. So, with that being said, what did we learn today? Learn? Hmm. I don't know if we learned a whole heck of a lot, Randy. I mean, I just asked him basically about, you know, if practice has been good um, this week because he did tell me last week that Tuesday he kind of had to get on him a little bit to pick things up. But he said the the level of intensity and everything has been on another level ramped up this week. So that's good to hear. Uh, you would expect that. I mean, the opponent is easily tougher than any that they face so far. It's a night game on ESPN2 should be a great environment um, so there's there's reason for him to get amped up especially after getting you know hopefully a wake-up call hopefully not red flags but hopefully a wake-up call as I said several times now uh, last Saturday I did ask him you know just about what they like to do what you know the night before and everything I think they're going to go see Equalizer 3 with Denzel Washington Uh, That's something that they started after the Mississippi State game when they played there in 2020. Uh, They went and saw a movie and, you know, came out with a win, so they've kind of adopted that. Every team has some kind of different thing that they like to do. Um, You know, a lot of of players, a lot of teams go to the movie, so that's what they're going to do before. And, you know, they incorporate some things here. They they move some things around, like, uh, you know, they instead of doing chapel, you know, the night before the game, they'll do it day of the game uh, just because they have more time. They'll wake up later. Uh, obviously, they have an extra meal in there. So, um, 
you know, it's not just pushing things back, but maybe you insert some some more things or carry some things over from the previous day on to, um, you know, Saturday. So I wouldn't say there was anything just groundbreaking. Uh, I feel like there's a good chance Nudie will play. We talked about that a little bit the other day. He was practicing. Uh, on Tuesday, I guess it was yesterday we talked about that, but uh, Sam seems to feel pretty good that, that Nudie will play in the game on Saturday, so that's good news. Let's uh, talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question to call me for Trey. Yes, sir. And Trey, you know, as callers, we feel your thing. I mean, it's difficult coming up with questions to ask you every day. I mean, I can't ask you whether you like banana pudding or apple pie. You know, I got to hit you with the I got to hit you with the heavy stuff. You know, the offensive line. Right. You know, I like banana pudding you know, those, personally. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Me too. Well, no, I'm, go ahead, Trey. Oh, I like banana pudding also. Yeah, I've got some weird relatives. They like apple pie with cheese on it. You know, I don't. I don't they are. I've heard of that. Yeah, they are weird. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. Yeah, I just don't do that. Do that. I've heard of that. <laughs> as far as that's all right. You know, Trey. As far as the offense, uh, I was listening to Lane Kiffin, and they're going pretty much through the same thing. Outside the score that's on the scoreboard, people are stacking the box and shutting down the running game. And if if Enos can't, you know, as far as the 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 shot clock, not the shot clock, but the the game getting sped up, Arkansas's not mm-hmm. built to come back. You know, if, if the game's going as fast as it is. You said uh, last week that you looked up and the first quarter had gone by, the second quarter had gone by, and you looked up at the third yeah. quarter. It's what's, what's your thought on this? Uh, I don't think Arkansas is built to come back from a lead. If BYU gets out in front of us, I don't think we're capable of, uh, you know, coming back, you know, with the, with the clock the way it is. What's your thought? Well, by how yeah. much? If they get ahead by how much? Two touchdowns? Yeah. I, would say, I would say two, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Yeah, that's well, for anybody. Yeah, that's tough for anybody in the first place. But I'm not talking point, to you, Rick. Rick. I'm talking to Trey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the game, it's it's harder in the final two minutes because the clock does stop on first downs. But I, I just find it interesting that you know they were able to milk the game away so much and. I mean, Arkansas had some long drives, too. Obviously, Arkansas didn't have, you know, many explosive plays. What, four plays over, you know, 18 yards or longer? Um, right. You know, no, didn't have anything over, like, 38 yards. I think that might have been the longest play. So, you know, Arkansas had to kind of, you know, they kind of grounded and pounded also and had 174 yards. But I, I just find it interesting that they were able to do I that. I appreciate the time, guys. Yeah, thank Kent you. Kent State Savage. was able to do that and had like 200 yards of offense, and was able to take that much off the clock. That's just, I don't know. That's kind of alarming to me. I don't, you know, they they did this. They did some rule changes a few years ago. It was well, it's been a while now. It's 2006. If you guys remember that year uh, with Darren McFadden and those guys, they had some clock changes that year. I can't remember what all they were, but there were some similar stuff and. The next year they changed it back, and I'm hoping that's kind of what they do here. And I mean, two hours and 45 minutes—that's I, I get shortening the games, but that's ridiculous. Who is I mean, clamoring? You pay all that money for an experience to go to a game, and you just the whole time you're just kind of watching the clock milk away. I who don't like is the feeling of that? Trey, who is clamoring for shorter games? Yeah, I'm not hearing anybody. Guys, I understand. You know, people complain about commercials we have to have commercials i mean somebody yeah. has to pay That's for it right. people complain Absolutely. about commercials on this show and i mean they're like you know this is a popular segment and people will complain about having commercial well i mean what pays for the segment what you know what pays for us to be able to do this stuff and it's in a lot of a lot of cases commercials but guys with these football games i mean you go I'm just I've watched so many games and it's like two two minutes and forty five seconds of commercials, and then we'll come back and we'll go to the meaningless kickoff, which is meaningless, and we'll go back to a two minute and forty five second commercial break right yeah. after it. Every single time there's an opportunity to stop the clock, commercial break. Every time, I mean, even even halftime, you know, they they've done they've just done so many things to shorten the game and. You know, in this instance, they've shortened it so much that for commercials, and you know, they want to get make sure TV wants to make sure that they get, you know, into the next game on time and doesn't doesn't go over and stuff, and their schedule works out better. But I just, 
I just feel like everybody, you know, everybody else is paying for it with well, just a, a worse, a worse product. That's just, it's just not enough for a football game. All the travel, all the time you spend, the money, the cost, and you go there, and it's, you know, the game's an hour shorter. Arkansas's game against Kent State was an exception, but Randy had a deal, and, and I saw it later, the stats, that this year's average college game hmm. is one minute longer than last year's average college game was. Now, that's early in the year, but we're talking about yeah, three and a half hours instead of 329. Arkansas was 245 the other day, but uh, but you're right. Commercials draw the thing out. Replay probably has as much to do as mm-hmm. anything uh, you know, there Arkansas in its first game had two guys that got um, targeting calls. That's right, and so, and but they looked at it over and over and over again. So, you know, that's that's what causes the length of the game to be longer, not so much um, that and injuries. That and game. injuries. Injuries, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you got to expect injuries this early because of just if nothing else, cramping up. But I'm with you, Trey. I mean, if you go to the stadium. And you get to come to Reynolds Razorback Stadium six times a year. That's it. Six times a year. That's mm-hmm. all. And, oh, my gosh, this game's three hours and five minutes. i got to go. I don't think anybody's doing that. Now, if it gets hot, they leave at halftime because they're too hot. But if it's as far as the game itself, I don't think anybody leaves because it's ten minutes longer than they wanted it to be. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just, I, I would like to see it go back. Um the way it was before and I, I just wonder how many other teams are going to you know implement this especially like when you're talking about you know the Kent State to the world when they're facing SEC teams so they just you know right. adopt this method a seven yeah, seven drives sure. just isn't I mean it's seven actual drives like you should be getting like 12 to 14 mm-hmm. yeah no question uh, by the way this came from our southern structural solutions buzz text line from the 501 says, does everyone realize this is our last chance to win the West? And do the Hogs know this is the last chance to win the West? I'm not sure they do. Well, it's a good opportunity to, you would think. I mean, with K.J. coming back, uh, Alabama not seeming to have everything. I mean, that's quarterbacks are so important, guys. And, you know, Milrow looked good earlier, but you just don't know what you got until you get tested. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Alabama looks like they could be down a little bit. They'll bounce back, I promise. They'll figure things out. They, you know, make a quarterback change and all that kind of stuff. They'll they'll get it figured out. That guy's, you know, done it before. But I don't know if I look at anybody in the West and say, man, don't want to face them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that doesn't mean any of the games are easy. I'm just saying, like, there's not any games where I'm just chalking it up right now. Um, and that's true with Arkansas, too. People are looking at Arkansas and going, um, yeah, that's a W. You know, that's what that's what an opposing fan base is looking at. 28-6 over Kent, W. That's what they're thinking right now. Um, so I think it's potentially wide, wide open in the Western Division this year. And... You know, you would like to think that you've got a third-year starter returning at quarterback, hopefully get Rocket Sanders back, hopefully get this offensive line gel. The defense has been playing well, but we don't. We still don't know what the defense actually is just yet. Let's wait till they see some real skill out there before we start crowning the defense. I think they're obviously much improved over last year, but let's see what happens when they start facing some, you know, you know, I mean, you know, guys, what what the SEC talent level is uh, at wide receiver and running back, offensive line, quarterback. So we'll see. But yeah, I don't think that he's wrong in that. That hey, maybe this is an opportunity right here. Maybe things are kind of coming together. I also think a lot of teams are adjusting. Um, you know, with so many new faces, figuring out what they have. Uh, you know, BYU's one of them. They've got like 21 transfers on their roster. They're trying to figure things out. Their offensive line is. You know they don't know what's <laughs> they don't know what to do on the offensive line really right now. Um, you know they've got issues at running back. Uh, you know so everybody's kind of dealing with with different things in that regard. Todd, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Hey, yeah, good afternoon, guys. Hope y'all are doing well. Thank you. Um, question I've got is, you know, these first two games, of course, you know, we expected to win. I think we all. Uh, Trey, yourself, myself, mm-hmm. we all expected just last week to be a blowout. 
and it kind of yeah. shocked us that it wasn't. But here, here's my question. I hear a lot of panic and a lot of, you know, of course, a lot of, a lot of pessimism. Um, you know, we are 2-0. and I remember, you know, I had front row seats and we got hammered by San Jose State and in North Texas mm-hmm. made us look silly. But my question is this. You know, we, we were real vanilla in the beginning, meaning, you know, we weren't going to, didn't, didn't really want to run KJ at all. Okay. We, we've shown where, you know, the second half of this last game, we did because we had to. Do, do we not think that the, and I know you've seen, you know, been a lot of practice to see it firsthand. Do you not think that it completely changes our offense when, when he's, you know, we turn him loose and, and they know he's a threat and they've got to account for KJ. You know, you know. The well, even at the most basic level, even at the most basic yeah. level, uh, when they decided to start rolling KJ some in the last game, that's when the offense finally got it going, you know. Exactly. Um, but there's a lot of things we haven't seen with this offense that they're going to do. They're also, you know, they're not going to continue moving forward just rotating offensive linemen at two spots and, you know, giving everybody an opportunity. They're just they're just not. They're going to trim it down, say, okay, these are our guys. This is who we're, we're going to war with. And, you know, there's a lot more. And, you know, Dan Enos also, he's – He's figuring out a little bit. I don't think that this schedule could have shaped up much better for a team that has such an overhaul, especially, you know, you've got your quarterback back, but there's just so much new. I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, you have three new coaches and so many transfer additions. And, you know, that's they, they've been able to kind of ease right into it. Uh, for the offense, it's, you know, defense is more reactionary a lot of times, and uh, offense is, you know, a lot more about timing. Um, so you would think that maybe after two weeks they've got a better handle on, you know, what they're doing well and, and who goes where and what their best options are. And, again, I think this is another nice progression up for them before they take it on the road to Texas A&M. I, I or, excuse me, I'm, take it on I'm the road to, to Baton Rouge. Yeah. I'm with you 100, percent and I'm you know I I just hate the pessimism and uh, I, you know I may be I may drink the Kool-Aid. I'm a hog, lifelong Hogs fan and I tell people all the time it helps a whole lot easier to be a, a Bama fan. But that being said, I still think this is a nine-win team. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Thank you, Todd. So I, I like the pessimism. Um, <laughs> I, th- I just I, I do. I think it's part of of what makes football so exciting. The extreme highs and lows. You can you know you can just have such emotional change. So quickly, it's just the it's the roller coaster you ride with the football season, um, and then kind of a microcosm of it. Just the game itself uh, is just a roller coaster. It's I always say, you know, when I was younger, and I'd be watching a game, and he's screaming at my television, and you know, yelling all that stuff, and my mom would go, "Trey, calm down. It's just a game." And I'd say, "I I want to yell." I want to get emotional. I want to get, you know, yell at my TV. I want to get up and down. I want to jump in the air. That's that's what makes this game so much fun. So I, I bring on the pessimism. Let's not, let's you can't not do that with, in the press box, by the way, so that's why we've never no. seen that with you. you, you oh, no. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't happen in the press. Yeah, you, you, have, to tar- you have to switch that off. Either, there's, a, there's a few groans yeah. and moans, but that's yeah. about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's talk to Mitch. Mitch, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. I appreciate it. Hope you guys are doing all right. Thank you, sir. So, yeah. uh, it's I, I'm kind of agree with the previous caller. I think there's a lot of panic, and you know I've had this question before and over the years. It's kind of a page out of the Bobby Trino playbook. As uh, you know, the first couple three games, you know, the, uh, I think it works out real good, like you were saying, Trey, with the uh, competition getting a little better each week. But I mean, I'm sure there's uh, there's uh, different packages, uh, different blocking schemes that that they're not showing right now that they're not wanting to put out there for all our SEC opponents to view and 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 dissect. Uh, you know, even defense, our defense just pretty much straight up beat Kent State without a bunch of blitz packages and all. That was just the linemen uh, blowing them up and linebackers getting in there and getting them. There wasn't a lot of blitz stuff. There was a little bit of back-end help, but, I mean, I'm not seeing a lot of technical football at this point in these games, and it's, is it possible that they're just holding back a little bit as well? Oh, yeah. I think there's Thank no you, question. 
holding back, experimenting um, on a lot of things, I, I would think. Uh, you know, also, we can go back to 2021. So Arkansas beat Kent State by 22 points. If you go back to 2021, their season opener was against Rice. Arkansas had 13 penalties in that game, and they beat Rice by 21, 38-17. You know, and then the next week they came out, and it was one of the more electric, maybe the most electric I've ever seen it in in that stadium. Probably because it was, you know, it was finally able to be filled. You have the north end zone; it was finally packed, and they beat Texas 40 to 21. You guys remember? Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll never forget that one. Right. And then beat Georgia Southern 45-10, beat Texas A&M 20-10. Um, you know, so, I mean, that's something you can you can look at and say, you know, I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe there's more to this team uh, than, you know, the group that, that beat Kent State by 21. There was certainly more to the team that beat Rice by 22, or 22 now you going from beat Rice being, by 21, beat Kent State by 22. Now you're going from being pessimistic to optimistic. I told you it's a roller coaster, Randy. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was just trying to decide whether or not that escalator was going up or down. Yeah, it's not It's not just a downhill ride. It, it, it goes up and down. <laughs> okay, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the 501 says, if they're going to keep the clock running, they need to shorten the play clock. In other words, do you go to 40 to 25? Hmm. And they, they need to just go back to the old clock rules. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. And that you don't have to worry about the 40 seconds. Well, maybe the they'll do that next year. 25, whatever it may be. All they right, Trey. The middle of the year, but they might do it mm-hmm. next year. Uh, it's not going to happen this year. Hopefully, it, it goes back no. to the old way next year. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Drive Time Sports shall continue. Don't miss the first security fifth quarter show with Randy Rainwater, Marcus Elliott, and Trey Shap after each Razorback football game. Only on 1037 The Buzz. Brought to you in part by Ortho Arkansas. We're celebrating 20 years of Slims. It all started with a tender and a sauce made with the best ingredients, and served in a friendly atmosphere. And today, we hold true to those roots. The Slim's Meal is the original fan favorite, featuring 100% all-natural hand-breaded tenders, buttered Texas toast, a southern side, and your choice from 17 house dipping sauces, all served with a medium drink. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Justin Anchor reminding you that Sturter Pro Painters is here to help you as we transition from summer into fall. And if you're thinking about doing something to the outside of your home, maybe it's long overdue, Sturter Pro Painters is here to help. Have them come over, give you an estimate, and they can help walk you through the process of what it'll take to get it done. They can help you out with the color selection and everything else you need to get the job done right. Each Sturter Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at SturterPro.com. That's Serta with a C. For your home, for your business, get your place looking right with the help of my friends at Sturter Pro Painters. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been a family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle. And we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. 
River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. One of the great staples of the Riverfront Steakhouse has become the Thursday Night Chef Special for just $36. And the reason why it is becoming one of the very special staples is because it gives you a little bit of everything. But the main thing, just my opinion... One of the main reasons, though, is there are not one but two opportunities for you and that significant other to go through the Riverfront Salad Bar. And there you have numerous, numerous choices, to say the least. And then you get to pick from two entrees, and that is the Panay Pasta Carbonara, the grilled chicken breast, 10 ounce, or the six humongous golf jumbo uh, jumbo shrimp. Yeah, you get that. Not done yet. Then you get to pick two sides, whether it be a baked potato, mashed potato, onion rings, or spinach supreme. Folks, you can't beat this deal. You can shop anywhere that you want to shop. You can look anywhere you want to look. You can dine anywhere you want to dine, but you're not going to get a better deal than this. Dinner for two. Only on Thursday night, though. It's a Thursday night chef special for just $36. Call either William or Shapur, 501-371-9000. Tell them I sent you. They'll put you at my table, probably. That is the Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Dinner for two for $36. But that is Thursday night only. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. I sent you the text, Rick, and I won't yeah. go. I won't go through all of this, yeah. but Fubo TV is the overwhelming okay. favorite. You. I'll probably so. switch before the weekend. Thank you very much. I'm just giving you the feedback. Yep, thanks. Let's talk to the one, the only Razorback Robert. What's up, Bob? Hey, good afternoon, Randy and Rick. And uh, let me back up a little bit. You're the one and only, Randy, so we're not kidding nobody. <laughs> well, thank goodness there is only one of me. Uh, but, yeah. you know, that's, only that's the of Yeah, only one of everyone. So we're just being but, safe uh, there. But I know you're going to be busy tomorrow. I, I thought of this a little bit too late to get in there with Trey. I'd kind of be interested in his, his take on, on this thought. But today we'll get you you and Rick's thoughts on it. Um, so I don't know if you can write it down and ask Trey about this tomorrow night. But, you know, Randy and Rick, uh, especially in the last uh, couple of years, we've had a couple of things that kind of changed college football with the NIL and the transfer portal. And um, down through the years, we have had things. Now, if they don't change, if they leave these rules like they are, Trey said something a while ago that kind of, kind of really kind of made me just stop and think a little bit, Randy. If you're going, if you're a coach, and you're going into a game thinking that we're going to have seven, no more than eight opportunities for a series to score a touchdown, how does that change coaching throughout the week? How does that change? I mean, I know one game at a time, one play at a time. 
but how much more pressure is it to be productive every single play of the ball game because you're going to have limited opportunities unlike in the past. Now, let's talk about the flip side of this thing. How much more of an advantage for these teams, and I'd like to include Arkansas in in this group right now that has a opportunistic, and oh, Rick, I'm glad I got through that big word, (laughs) uh, defense, defense that has the ability to, I mean, listen, guys, a lot of teams will go the whole game and never have uh, get a, get a, get a turnover. And in Little Rock, we got five. I mean, uh, that's pretty, pretty pretty good. And that changes the dynamics of the game far as is you have an opportunity. So especially when you can score on defense, uh, when, when at a time when the offense is going to have very limited times to touch a ball. Talk about the difference and how that changes the game, y'all. Yeah, scoring on I'm, I'm going to hang up and listen to you off the air. Thank God you, Robert. God y'all, and have a, good, have a good afternoon. Thank you, Robert. That's always been a big deal, and you think about it as uh, Trey brought up uh, and maybe Quinn on the possessions. They said seven. Well, they actually had one that lasted 18 seconds, so you really can't count that, and they weren't counting the last possession when Arkansas basically ran out the clock. So seven possessions when the game was at stake. That's all they had was seven. Well, one of them was eliminated when they intercepted a pass and returned it for a touchdown. Because, say, if um, whatever Kent State would have mm. done, whether they scored, punted, or whatever, Arkansas would have gotten the ball on offense. So you eliminate uh, an offensive possession, but you get points. So it's one thing to get turnovers. I've used this stat so many times, people are probably sick of hearing it, but 78% of the time, the team that wins the turnover battle wins the game. Mm-hmm. And um, But that's not even counting scoring on turnovers. So that that's even bigger when you can score on turnovers. So i, I got to say, and Arkansas has people that know what to do with, with, on defense when they catch it, which is really, really good. So you can talk about, yeah, occasionally somebody's, somebody's going to get open receivers against you no matter who they are. Look at what happened to Alabama against Texas. Alabama's supposed to be this defensive juggernaut, has been for years, and Texas had receivers running open all night and hit several of them. So that's going to happen to you. I know a lot of people are looking at Western Carolina, and there were there were two times that I remember, maybe there were more, where they had receivers open deep. Uh, but they didn't get to them because either Arkansas's pressure got to them or he threw them away. But, but they didn't hit them. So, yeah, that's going to happen every now and then, but you can sure offset that if your defense cannot, can turn turnover, turnovers into points. Well, you see this also where a team will score late, in the first half, maybe with only seconds on the clock. Yeah, and then get the ball. They kick it away. The opposition has it, and it counts as a series, even yeah, though they don't right. run one play, yeah. two right. plays, whatever it may be. Right. But they that's, don't even take a knee. Yeah, or they even yeah. take a knee. So, yeah, yeah. and uh, it goes down as possession. It also goes down time of possession. Right. But what did you have time to do with? Nothing but take a knee. Right. And let's do this. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, Here's Bart. Here's Bart. All right, I got. I, I must say, it's a lot of football talk today. Are, are you ready? Hey, I am listening. I'm ready. Bart likes I'm ready. football. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love. It. Uh, by the by the way, I'm supposed to ask you what do you. Do you have YouTube TV? Do you have Direct TV? Do you have why? Why are you supposed to ask him? Well, I have YouTube. I have YouTube. I went away from DirecTV a couple of years back. I have YouTube TV, and I absolutely love it. And you don't like baseball either, so that's okay. <laughs> well, they don't have the MLB Network. See, but we you try to piece me all these different spots. There's always a hole yeah, somewhere in, in right. the services, so it's right. just picking your poison. That's right. 
Okay. All right, let's talk to uh, Sergeant Johnson. Sergeant Johnson, good afternoon. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, buddy? Hey, I tell you what, first of all, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Razorback Bob. He has a very smooth, methodical flow of how he talks about <laughs> whatever he talks about. I, I, li- I like to listen to him. But, uh, Randy, for you, I hope you don't, um, I hope you don't do any, uh, gym memberships affiliates because all this food you talking about ain't no way in the world you you in, you in shape that's a lot of sodium brother <laughs> that's, a lot, that's a lot of sodium man <laughs> uh, i don't want to hear a 10 fitness promo from you but uh i want to talk about the uh the razorbacks and the new clock the, the way they have it set up yeah uh, if you play football, I, I haven't played on the high zone, but if you play football, you know when a coach is comfortable with you because they call more aggressive plays. They feel more comfortable giving you the range to do, take more chances. It seems as though either Dan Enos or KJ don't trust the receivers because everything is so vanilla. And I get you're playing, you're playing beatable teams, but at the same token, we want to see what we got in game so that we know we can run it in an actual game that counts. And that's the, that, that's the issue that, that, that's, that's getting me. And uh, you can see it from Alabama. Alabama did not trust their quarterback. The entire game, they're giving them dig routes or some shallow crossing routes. They were afraid to put it downfield because he was, he was so iffy with the ball. I don't think KJ, I think he definitely trusts his receivers, particularly. Hey, if you can't trust Isaac Tesla, yeah. that guy, he threw it in a crease with three defenders around him, and Tesla somehow made a catch. Uh, so I'm, I'm not sure it's a matter of not trusting. Now, it's getting re-familiar. you got Luke Haza tied in. Uh, what's he caught, five passes in two games? So uh, last year we looked at Trey Knox as a weapon. Now you look at Luke Haza as a weapon. So I, there are other factors, I think, and maybe they haven't shown everything they want to, but I don't think it's a matter of lack of trust. Well, you you got to consider this. Uh, Western Carolina and uh, Kent State, Tesla, they basically had them wrapped up in a shell coverage. So they had somebody on top of them, somebody trailing them the majority of the time. That window won't be open when you're playing at LSU or, uh, or Texas A&M or Alabama. We'll see. So, uh, it, it's possible it will, but the other factor is that uh, those teams may not be able to afford to gang up on the run like the first two did because uh, Arkansas would exploit them with the receivers no matter what their coverage is like. And remember this, too, against Kent State, Arkansas had deep receivers open twice, deep, behind their secondary, and K.J. overthrew both, mm-hmm. both times. Mm-hmm. I think both of those went to Armstrong. So it's a little, we, we got some we got some stuff to work on, but uh, I still see a good season. But the, the the lack of aggressive play calling it bothers me because of what Razorback Bob said. You don't have the time anymore. Time is moving constantly, so you want to get your most aggressive tactics out as much as possible. Because with the, the end of the game is the end of the goal is to score. We're not trying to uh, be gentlemen. If we're gonna run it down your throat, we're gonna run it down your throat. If we're gonna pass it, uh, pass your tongue out, we're just gonna pass the tongue out. But we can't. We gotta. We gotta start becoming more aggressive. I think that is a key for Arkansas. Arkansas success for this year. Become aggressive. Defensively, I think they got a. They got some going with the blitz package and the coverages. Offensively, we're. we're I feel like we're behind. All right, Sergeant Johnson. Thank you, sir. Hey. Hey Randy, let yeah. me say this to the because we're I know everybody's really down on the game. Hold it, that, hold that thought, hold that yep. thought. We got to yep. hit a break. The Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market.
With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Fresh off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars, for September, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXY-2-4700. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is Shepherd's Pie for only $7.49 per pound with Edwards Signature Peach Cobbler for $5.49 per pound. The Main Street Food Truck Festival is back. Your favorite food trucks are rolling into town for the 12th annual Main Street Food Truck Festival. 60 food trucks of every genre, with sample sizes at each truck, live music, and fun for the whole family. Bring the family for great food and a good time on Main Street. Join the Downtown Little Rock Partnership's 12th annual Main Street Food Truck Festival from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday, September 17th. Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25.00 to get your T-levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Ringwater. We'll be rejoined in a moment by our basketball wizard, better known as Bart Reed. Pure sweat basketball skills. Thanks again to Martin Orthopedics. But I first need to talk to you about the best place who treats you individually looks after every attention to detail and and provides to you the flexibility as a customer to maximize your imagination and i'm talking about robert irwin jewelers so whether you're buying a gift whether you just want to look at and and think of Jewelry or an engagement ring. What your imagination can put on paper could be your next creation. And you can design your own engagement ring. You can design, as I did, my own ring. Just personal, personal ring. And the great thing about it is they have so many options whether it's the Earth Mind Diamonds or the Man Made Diamonds, they got it all at Robert Irwin Jewelers. There are two locations McCain Mall in North Little Rock in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center, Highway 10, next to the Fresh Market. That is Robert Irwin Jewelers. Bigger, brighter, diamonds, better 
prices. And let's do this. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. But right before we took the break, you were talking about Kent State, I guess, and some unhappy yep. folks. Well, you know, it's just so hard for to, to, to give the coaches and players to walk into a game where you're, the matchup is so overwhelmingly lopsided. Sometimes it's the hardest game to play. If you went pound for pound and asked everyone, they would rather go to LSU and play right now then play Kent State, and that's not a knock on Kent State. There are just so many factors that come into play. Starters might play a quarter. They might play this. KJ throw, don't run. It's show this, but don't show this. It gets to be a point where the game, you almost let off the gas before the game starts. And all these sports are built on competitive drive and motivation. You can get players motivated to play, you're going to be in great shape if you recruit the right talent. Well, you're kind of spending the whole week preparing for Randy Rick. Would you say at the third string, we're probably the Razorbacks are still better than the starters? In a lot of cases, it is hard to get up for games. It's hard to know minutes. It's hard to be able to try to not get hurt, try not to do this. And then you get a really kind of mixed, kind of sluggish performance like that but I don't think it's indicative to where this Razorback football team is. It's certainly not where they're going in the future. Uh, but I, I would just everybody take a breath because they're going to be just fine. Okay. I took my breath. I'm getting better by the moment. Let's talk to yep. Aaron. Aaron, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Bart? Well, yeah, I was holding for a, for a football comment. Can I do that? Sure. Go right ahead. Yeah, someone I disagree with about everything the last caller said. I think our strength is our offensively are our receivers. They've done a good job so far catching the balls, like you said. It's the concern I have with the the lack of consistent offensive line play. They they they've proven they've proven now twice in a row that they cannot block for the run for two very on paper you know inferior teams for the entire game of both games. That's a huge concern when we play better teams than those teams. You know, we we couldn't block two-star linemen. How are we going to block five- and four-star linemen against other teams the rest of the year and protect our quarterback, you know? I'm kidding. Say about that, but that's my biggest concern. Oh, I guess you're wanting a response. Yeah, to me, yes. well, I'm sorry. I, I actually was thinking at one one point you were just making a statement. Uh, my bad, Aaron. I like from the get-go, and it was said today uh, by Sam Pittman in his press conference, that from the get-go, it's going to be K.J. involved in the running game. And that whether it's an RPO, whether it's a a quarterback draw, or whether it's just a straight run to the right or to the left, I think you're going to see K.J. from the very beginning being involved in this offense, which is going to help lead to so many other positive things that could happen with the offense. And that's why, I and Sam said it today, no, they didn't want to run him the first two games. They were forcing yeah, They had to force... They finally were forced into using KJ in the second half, and what a different second half that it was. You know, I I don't know what is going to be the average number of series that will go from game to game. I'm going to think ten to eleven, just based upon we used to think thirteen and fourteen, but with the running clock after first down that normally in times past would have stopped. You can't squander any any series. So if it's well, if it's going to take KJ to open up that offense, 
then you got to do it from the very beginning. Uh, it, it's concerning that it, it we had to be forced to use him against Kent State. I agree. That's what's really concerning. I agree. <clears throat> I think the offensive line coach and players need to really be looked at, and that needs to be corrected, or it's going to be a long season. So, anyway, well, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Oh, okay. I thought he had a question. But, Randy, if you're taking your best weapon and you're saying, okay, let's don't run, and probably just getting him moving, even just, like you said, an RPO, just getting him moving opens up so many doors. You're starting with one hand tied behind your back, and mm-hmm. I just don't subscribe to the theory that just because he gets hit in the first two games, that that puts him at any more injury risk than any other time. I think you're at injury risk when you're not playing at 100% all-out game speed is what I think. I, I don't think the two games of him getting knocked around with a little bit would have hurt him at all during the stretch of the season. I could be wrong. But. No, and, and Bart, I had this argument with some uh, – okay, not argument. I had this debate with someone earlier today. And that was the NFL has been treating the first three games, I'm sorry, the first preseason games, the NFL, the starters rarely ever see any action, period. Yep. Yep. Now, Aaron Rodgers on the fourth play, fourth play of the game goes down with Achilles engine, uh, injury. Who would have not mm-hmm. said if that had happened in the first preseason game right. or the second preseason game. I tell you, a guy yep. that, that looked, I mean, the rust was, was shining through his uniform. Lamar Jackson yep. for Baltimore. He had the holdout. Then he got the, the new contract. It showed with Joe Burrow. I'm, I'm, I'm saying you better start playing it in future years, playing your starters more whether it's an exhibition game one or exhibition game two. I know they use the third exhibition to showcase a lot of players. Some of those they probably know they're not going to keep, but at least they give those guys a decent shot to get some uh, game tape that maybe some other NFL team can find a roster spot for that player. But the bottom line, you've got to start playing these players. That makes you know. You've got to play can you imagine spring training and a pitcher doesn't pitch until opening day? Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. It, it gotta, wouldn't happen. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's crazy, especially at the college level. NFL, you know, you just it, it, it is a clear step up. But if you're taking a superior – he's bigger than most of the defensive players anyway. But if you're saying at college that we're doing that, I just – I think it's over the top. You can get hurt at any point in time. There's, there's no – rhyme or reason. Just go out there and do what you do. Play game speed and be smart. Well, you got to play it all out. Against Purdue in basketball, is Eric Musselman going to use the ninth through 13th player? <laughs> no. no. Oh, we're going to hold our starters out. We're not going to play them. This is That's exhibition. Right. All right, Bart. Have a great day. That's Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks to Martin Orthopedics. New vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy duty four wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four wheel drive trucks. If you want the best